0: Hi, welcome back to Vaguely Adults, where you have two Vaguely looking Adults talking about Vaguely adult things. Except, you have only one today. You got one of your hosts, Serana, here, and it's another solo pod day. There's not much structure to this one. It's kind of just a Serana's train of thoughts situation. Because, uh, well, let's, let's start from the beginning. It was about half nine last night when I was taking a cold shower um, on... May 5th, yeah, Cinco de Mayo. And um, this thought struck me that I'd honestly never thought of before, but it, it just hit so hard. Why are website URLs almost always in English? Or like Latin-based languages, you know? It kind of caused me to fall down a rabbit hole, and uh, my internet history was just like, why this, why, 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 why English? Yeah, I, I didn't get very far because I kind of burnt out real fast, but it led me to... Pretty much question, why English? Why Latin? Why romance languages? And I know those are very, very vague questions to have, but that's what I spent my night doing last night, just looking up why is English the way it is. I actually ended up on Reddit's uh, No Stupid Questions, and I just deep dive down a thread, because it was, where else do you go when you have a question like that, if not Reddit? which I still don't have an account for, but it's fine because you can just peruse and look from the outside, which is my preferred choice of Reddit interaction, if I'm being quite honest. But it was just a kind of interesting deep dive because I've been watching a lot of Vox, Explained and like things along that nature and I stopped in the middle of a video because after I came out of the shower I just I kind of forgot about it until I was halfway through an explanation on why France still has an empire Which is a whole other thing. It was very very fascinating uh, The link to that video why France still has an empire will be in the description if anyone's interested It's very interesting to still see how many territories that they own all over the world and in, like, very key parts of the middle of the ocean. It was a very quick spiral, to say the least, and I I got overwhelmed with information very fast. But, you know, shower thoughts. I think it's probably the place where I have most of my best thoughts or ideas, and then as soon as I come out, I always forget them. I should have a system where I write them down. I think that'd be more useful for, you know everyone and by everyone i mean myself cuz some of those thoughts are pretty good what's next in in the brain process silly math questions so i th- oh, let's let's get some thought so on sunday i woke up to a ridiculous math question and it wasn't even so much a question as a optical illusion uh, if you're watching The question will appear here if you're not and you're just listening. It's basically more of an optical illusion than a question, than an actual math question. It made my brain hurt, and it also made me question where my logic has gone, because the answer for it was pretty simple, but I struggled, and it made me not feel so great. But then I realized it was a really silly way of writing it out, so... I felt kind of justified in that. Next on the what I've been thinking. There's a song that I've had on repeat. It's called 1990 by La Boquette from their album Sad People Dancing. Um, And the lyric goes maybe I'm too old to die young. And that got me thinking. If you die of old age, what do they consider the threshold to be old? Is it over 50? Is it over 60? When do you draw that line and, and say oh no, this person lived a very long life and, you know, they, they died having fulfilled a, a solid, eventful life. I don't know, beats me. The other side of that question is, what age do you consider it to die young? I, I, beats me. And then that led to how death is such an existential thing and, well, yeah, that's, that's a whole thing in and it, of itself. And if you're wondering, no, not doing so great. You know, the spiraling, the cosmos are realigning and doing all that stuff. So, you know, we're, we're trying. But, but, although the world's a really crap place, we're alive, we're breathing, uh, the sun's shining, that's something, you know, so we have some things to be happy about. Trying to stay on the happy train. Uh, there was this Tan Stan stand quiz that someone made on Twitter, which will also be linked in the description if anyone is interested who listens to this. Um, actually, I absolutely bombed it. It was fantastic. I got a 44 out of 101, and that's just how things are. I love her, but I don't remember every song that she's written for. I don't remember how many PUBG chicken dinners she got on one specific day of one specific live show, but I absolutely crushed it when it came to the Zero questions because Zero was adopted in 2017 and his birthday is August 20th and I remember all that because it's also Shirley's birthday, so shouts out to Zero being adopted and having a birthday that shares with Shirley because it makes me happy to remember all these things going on in one day. They share a birthday as in the same day and month, not year, because well, Shirley's not... She wasn't born in 2017. I I don't have to explain all this. I'm, you know, you understand. Anyways, here we are. I was wondering if Dreamcatcher had a similar quiz, if I'd, I'd do any better or worse to be honest i think i'd probably bomb it as well because as much as i love them my memory is not great and i have a habit of blocking things out and just whoosh just goes don't know where it goes but it just goes in other good news my protege got a job first job ever i'm super super proud shouts out to you you're gonna do a fantastic job duck at your job that was a sentence the little ones they they grew up so fast I'm honestly just so happy. What else? Well, I realized I haven't been watching a lot of movies. At the end of last month, I was like, I've only watched, like, what, 10 movies? That's that's kind of sad. So I've been watching a movie almost every other day this month. Yeah, four movies in the past five days. Not too bad. Really recommend Mission Possible. That is, Mission Possible, not Impossible. Not the Tom Cruise ones. Uh, this one was really great. It's a little action comedy with amazing choreographed action scenes. Highly entertaining. Well, that's because I'm highly biased as well because I really love uh, the two main leads, Sun Bin and Yang Huang. They're fantastic and they did a really great job. But again, very biased, but I still highly recommend checking it out. I don't know where it is because I watched it on the internet, but not on a streaming service. So that's that's all I'll say about that. Next movie I watched was oh Work it with Liza Koshy. I know that one's an older one. I say older, but I think it came out last year or like maybe late 2019. I think it was early 2020. And it was a great movie about coming of age and all that YA film vibe stuff. You know, the power of friendship and growing up and yada yada. I'm not selling these really well, but I think people would enjoy it if you want something light and entertaining and just, you know, friendship-y. It was a great watch. It's on Netflix. You can check it out. It's a shorter Okay, quick side note. I say short watches because a lot of the TV shows that I watch, they have a runtime of almost two hours and sometimes longer. So when I watch movies that are like an hour 30, an hour 45, I consider that short as a watch time when it's not, but you know what I consider it. The next couple movies I watched, I watched Seaspiracy, which was a documentary about what's going on in the sea and, you know, overfishing and how far gone the ocean is. But with every documentary you watch, you take it with a grain of salt. So I recommend it, but I also recommend doing research to, you know, figure out what exactly is going on and how large corporations are responsible for destroying our oceans. And then yesterday, I watched this film called Along with the Gods, which is a Korean movie. And well, the CGI was amazing. There was a lot of action sequences that were really well done. A lot of the fantastical, magical things about it was really impressive. Other than that, I gotta say I would have not made the movie a two-hour-long movie. I think there was a lot of things that they could have cut or sped up along the lines because it did drag a little. I wonder if anyone's really interested in this because I was thinking about making a side pod or or kind of like a mini series where I talk about movies and stuff like that because I could honestly talk about movies for a very long time. Uh, but yeah, along with the gods, it was a good pastime light film, very digestible. I recommend if you just want to kind of have something in the background, kinda, but that's if you don't need to really read this subtitles all the time. Anyway, I think that sums up what's going on as of late, like the last week-ish or couple of days, really. I know we kept promising, I know we kept promising that Shirley would be back, but honestly, Homegirl's just got so much going on that, you know, I'm just happy she's alive and she's eating and somewhat sleeping sometimes. But what you can look forward to is in the coming weeks we're going to have a deep dive conversation into content creators that we watch, the categories that they fall into, and kind of just how different Shirley and I are as content consumers and where we fall on the spectrum of whether it's reality TV or Uh, tutorials or education-based things. Specifically, I might just get way into photography and camera related things, but I'll try my best to hold back unless you guys are interested in that. As always, thanks for listening. Remember to consider subscribing if you're into that, sharing, liking, etc. Doing all the things. Stay safe, stay hydrated, and we'll catch you guys soon, relatively. We don't know, but when you see us, you'll see us. Until next time, bye.